Hey everyone, uh, welcome back again to another episode of Receive and Relate with yours truly, Tara Walker. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I'm always excited um, to talk to you guys, even though I can't see you in person. Um, every week I'm excited to uh, record and this week is um, the same, you know, it's no different. Um so uh, first, you know, I want to always, as always, thank you again for those who are tuning in and listening. I see I have a few new subscribers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for subscribing to my podcast. I am happy that you're obviously enjoying it. Um, thank you so much. Um, uh, so thank you again uh, to those who've already been tuning in every week as well. I appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. Um, it is, even though I'm excited to talk to you guys, um, sometimes it still gets a little nerve wracking and sometimes I still get a little bit nervous um, to come on and say what I have to say. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm doing it anyway and it seems to be helping people. So thank you for the feedback because that's what it's about. Um, so uh, t- last week we talked about uh, when uh, my sister caught uh, my boyfriend then and myself at the time and trying to be grown up engaging in um, premarital <laughs> um, uh, sex uh, and this but this week is going to be a little bit more serious um, something that happened or should I say was getting ready to happen. Um, but this is another one of those things that God blocked in my life. So I do like to say those. I do like to come to you guys with those stories as well. Because if there's an unbeliever who is listening now, um, unbelievers need to know also how um, God will block things from happening to you. Um, you know, because a lot of times some people think that they always blame God for everything. Um, listen, let me just put this disclaimer in here real quick. This world, this, this little, whatever you think is flat or round or whatever size (laughs) you think this earth is that we live in, um, it is not God's earth. This is not God's, where we live in is not God's. This is not God's territory. This is Satan's territory. This is Satan's earth. So therefore, that's why um, a lot of the sin and a lot of the things, the catastrophes and all of that, that has nothing to do with God. That has everything to do with Satan. This is his world. So, um, but um, the good thing about, well, the great thing about God himself is um, he'll still, even though this isn't his world, he'll still intervene at times when he wants to. Um, stop certain things from happening to you and also prayer you know you never know who around you is praying for you who or um, or or who your great grandmother or great 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 grandmother has intercede interceded for you um, in the past that you don't know about to prevent things from happening to you that God answered their prayers Um, so you never know who's praying for you in relation to that as to why things didn't happen so having said all that had to put that little disclaimer in there today we're going to talk about uh that time when i think me and my friend was literally getting ready and i'm not and when i say this i'm not being funny i i literally believe me and my friend was uh getting ready to be victims of human trafficking it was either getting ready to be human trafficking 
or rape of some sort, molested, maybe even murdered. Um, so this is what happened. This is quick. This isn't a long, uh, this isn't a long story, but, um, the Lord, um, I believe he wanted me to share it for a reason. Um, cause we are living in a day, uh, whether you know it or not of human trafficking is really, really, really prevalent, unfortunately, um, these days. And it's not always in a white van. You know, it's not always, um, the abduction is not always in a white utility van or black utility van or whatever. Um, there's, there's all types of different ways of abduction, abduction, excuse me. And, um, so let me just get into why I I think it was getting ready to happen. So, um, I was 13 again. (laughs) Uh, interesting. A lot of things happened to me at 13 and it's interesting too, that I'm, uh, where I am in the book is, um, the age of 13. And so now, um, God reminded me of this. He's been reminding me of things that I forgot about. And so I have to put this in my book as well, but you guys will be the first to hear about it. So, um, I used to, okay. When when I was 13, (laughs) okay. I'm 42 now. So when I was 13, we did not have cell phones, um, yet. And so we had the good old household landline with that long, uh, stringy um, cord that you probably used to chew on or twirl around your fingers when you was on the phone with it, um, if you're at my age. And um, I'm sorry, y'all. Let me fix that because I can't stand that uh, beeping. Hold on one second. I'm so sorry, y'all. Wait a minute. One second. the smoke detector thing I can't stand that in the background and I wasn't going to start my podcast all the way over just for that so um yeah we used to have the landline right and so um this there I had a call one day someone called the home and um they were looking for somebody else and I told them that they had the wrong number and they said okay and me and my little 13 year old self I'm so friendly, right? So bubbly or whatever. When the person said, okay, well, who is this? I think I, I, I think I told him my name. And then he was like, oh, okay. And um, he said something like, oh, you, you might, you have a nice voice or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. And, um, and then he, he, he thanked me again for letting him know that we had the wrong number. And then we hung up. So, um, that wasn't the last call. He called again. And, um, this time he asked to speak to me. And so like, you know, of course he had to, he asked to speak to me like he knew me. So I, so I said speaking and then, um, we began a conversation and he said who he was the other day. And then he was like, you know, I just really like your voice. You just really sound really friendly and really nice and everything like that. How are you? And I just began to talk to him. Um, and some of you might be thinking like, why would you begin to talk to him? Well, if you understand up until now, (laughs) if you've been keeping up with me up until now, um, I was a very, um, uh, friendly child. But around this time of age is where I was beginning to, well, I had already obviously been molested a few times, but I was, um, my self-esteem was really, really, really getting, um, not even getting, it was dropping 
uh, tremendously. I was being teased in school around this time. Like I told you, I'm, I'm writing. I'm literally writing around about this time, right about right now, around this time, right now. Okay, that was a tongue twister in my book. Um, I got teased from kids on the bus. I got teased in school about this was all about my weight. Um, and then every you know every time I was teased. Um, and everything I went to food at home the food was my my comfort um, I was alone a lot um, and still and um, I was in my head a lot and so my my, my fin- I was always on the defense I was fighting boys arguing back and forth with dudes and it was just a bunch of stuff that was going on with me at the time so if anybody paid atten- any type of attention to me I just gravitated to that quickly. If it was just anybody who paid me some type of compliment, I don't even care if we were on the phone or not. Um, I gave you the time of day. So that's why I, uh, I carried on a conversation with this person. And I can tell he was older. Uh, I didn't know how old he was, but I could tell he was like a grown man type older. Um, and I had, a, I had a friend at the time. I had a buddy that I talked to um, a lot around that time and I met her through someone else and I told her about the person and everything like that and she was just like okay well you know he seems harmless or whatever he didn't ask me anything dirty or anything over the phone so I just I just thought he was just somebody you know like a phone buddy just somebody to talk to just somebody that paid me some type of attention around that time and so one day one Saturday yeah, no. Before that Saturday, uh, we had a conversation about the zoo. And he said he wanted to meet me. And I was like, well, I'm not coming unless I'm with my friend. He said, oh, please bring her. You know, bring her along and everything like that. And he had described himself, y'all. Let me, before he said this, he described, he went to his description. And he said that he was, um, if y'all remember the show Martin, it still comes on. Um, the repeats come on. The show Martin, Martin Lawrence, um, Remember the young, the the friend of his named Cole on the show? If, if he started out on, um, well, I first saw him on Bill Cosby, and he was Theo's friend named Cockroach. But on Martin, he was Cole. And the reason why I reference Cole is because that's who the dude said that he looked like. He said, um, uh, if you know Cole, that's who I look like. Um, I resemble Cole from Martin. And I was like, oh, okay, like that. So again, you know, Cole kind of has this, um, uh, he has like a, a, a friendly face, you know what I mean? And, and so I was like, okay, well, if he he looks like him, he should be harmless or whatever. Okay, cool, no problem. Well, he asked to see us in person. He's like, yes, come to the zoo. And so me at 13 thinking, the zoo, it's a public place. You know, nothing is wrong with the zoo. Can't nothing happen at the zoo. And my girlfriend definitely agreed to go with me. She was like, yeah, let's go. And so um, I told, I asked my mom if um, she would take us to the zoo um, that coming Saturday. And my mom said, sure. And uh, no problem. So we had made arrangements. My girlfriend was supposed to come over my house. Matter of fact, she did. She did. She lived in Fort Washington at the time. I lived in Forestville. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. If you're not in the DMV, you're not going to know that. But anyway, (laughs) those who are in the DMV. Uh, that's where uh, we were located. And so she came over my house that morning. And um, I think just before she knocked on the door, he called uh, to make sure that we were coming. 
and so I answered the phone but it was early you know it was er it was early so it was um I guess my mom was thinking like why is the phone ringing this early and so she just so happened to pick up the phone when I picked up the phone but I didn't know and so I didn't hear her pick up the phone pick up the phone I'm happy she, I'm so happy she did this day and so uh when I answered he said um y'all still coming he said hey good morning y'all still coming and I said yeah we coming and then he said okay cool and then he I believe he gave a location as to where he would be in the zoo and like what he would have on and everything like that and um so that we can find him and we said okay well uh, uh good old mom <laughs> Uh, when we hung up the phone, she came in the back room. She she came in the back, uh, which was the family room, and she said, "Who was that?" And you know, I tried to play it off, and I was like, "Who was who?" <laughs> and she said, "Who was on the phone, Tara?" And I was like, um, "You know what, y'all? I can't even remember if he if he gave me. His, I'm pretty sure he did, but I can't remember what he said his name was." Um, and she said, and, and who is that? And then I just couldn't, you know, I had to tell her because it wasn't because she heard the conversation. She had told me she picked up and heard the whole conversation. So it was like, what, what am I going to say? You know, and, and she said, he said, are y'all still coming? Are you supposed to be meeting somebody at the zoo? And I just broke down and told her. And then she was like, oh, you ain't going to the zoo today. And I think the only reason I didn't get it beaten is because because I think right then was when like a couple minutes later my girlfriend showed up at the door, and so uh, she took us out though she, we still went out that day we didn't go to the zoo, um, and then she still stayed the night and everything like that and I don't think I still got it beaten after I think she she gave a talking to me or whatever and told me you know you can't be. Um, meeting people you don't know over the phone nowhere you don't know who that man is or anything like that um and so that was the end of that but here's what the 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 revelation that the lord gave me when i got older uh and when i when i was older and i thought back on it um that man um was definitely not going to be a friendly man that was just going to show us around the zoo that man was either going to abduct us y'all or rape us and kill us or I'm sorry or rape us or kill us or um all the above and God had my mom answer the phone hi sorry y'all sorry the Holy Spirit I feel the Holy Spirit right now God had my mom intervene and pick up that phone at the perfect time because we were definitely going and trying to be grown you know what I mean at 13 but what I was saying earlier was my reasons. Y'all, y'all, that's just, this is where my mind was at at the time. This is where my head was at. I just wanted somebody uh, to show some type of affection or, so, or, show, or some type of love to me. So um, the moral of the story is, well, not necessarily a moral, but it's just a revelation that God will step in. Mm-hmm. He will step in <clears throat> at times. And I just thank God that he did that day. Because I don't know exactly what was going to happen, but I believe one of those things was getting ready to happen that I just shared. And no, and it's no telling where I would be, even if I did live through that, or excuse me, we lived through that. Um, and so I'm so glad that he stepped in. Um, so what's important to understand, um, parents that I'm talking to right now that are listening, um, 
be listen uh you know and some of y'all may think like well how you you don't even have children yourself well technically i do have bonus daughters right now but i don't even have to literally have biological children yet uh to to have this wisdom don't um be your child's parent be your child's parent and when i say that i mean check on their stuff um they talk about they're gonna tell you this is evasion of privacy listen as long as they under your roof they sleeping under uh you paying their bills and they are not of age to be grown they are under your uh um rules and commands like you can do what you want you are the parent mom dad check these computers put these uh parental um parental features as much as you can yes you're not going to be able to see them 24 7 but monitor these phones monitor these phones monitor these phones and there's a way you can do it. it takes a lot of time but there's a way you can do it and just be mindful of what's of what's going on in your children and talk to them see that was key for me to um again i love my mother dearly i really 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 do but um we didn't have a, a as we didn't have the talks that i felt like we should have had so sit down and talk to your kid about what's going on so they can explain to you like why they so because around that time i was although i was a friendly child around that age around 13 14 i was still mean like i used to have this mean look on my face i used to um, walk around with my eyebrows furrowed and my mouth turned up um, but there was a, it was a defense mechanism. Now I know that now. It wasn't that I was trying to be cute. It was a defense mechanism because I figured if I looked mean, nobody would mess with me. And and it was just because I was just being really, really teased around that age. So so I'm just saying all this to say, um, God, two, uh, two or three things. First of all, there are angels. <laughs> there are a real thing as angels. There's a real thing as God stepping in. And intervening from something happening um, through prayer, through the prayers of the righteous, and also talk to your children and watch what they're doing, watch everything they're doing, monitor them. I don't care if it looks like you, um, um, what do you call um, people at work that 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 look over your sh- shoulder all the time. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I can't think of the word right now. Micromanaging them. It's a it's a reason for it. It's because this world crazy. And I can't imagine now. And so, yeah, uh, now let me put this in there real quick. I didn't mean to make this. This wasn't even supposed to be this long. This almost 20 minutes. It wasn't supposed to be this long. But there's this app called TikTok. And there's a lot of these cute little videos on there. But y'all watch that. It, these There are predators now that, even wa- that are even watching TikToks and following your kids and their information on there. You know what I mean? Um, to try to lead them and lure them into child abduction. I'm telling you what I know. Watch everything. Monitor everything, parents. And so that's what I have for this week, you guys. So I hope you enjoyed again this week. And I hope you come back next week. I hope you're sharing. Even if I don't, if I can't see that you're sharing. I hope that you are sharing. Even if it's through word of mouth. That's, that's, that's best that's fine with me i appreciate you uh all of you and uh yeah so until next week talk to you soon